and this week's episode, tickets for the Oogie Boogie Bash went on sale, and then all hell broke loose. People who didn't snooze were still losers. More details were announced for San Francisco Square, including some fat time in the park news. Dan visited the parks without me and had a fancy dining experience. He also took in a couple of flicks. Also, Bob Iger news, Comic-Con, Knott's Berry Farm, and more on this unbelievable episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Pirate, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Hardy Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? Made you look. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. It's our world of Halloween. Oh, this is Halloween. This is a messed up Halloween. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Well, you know, it's already in the middle of July, so it's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so... We're going to get into the Oogie Boogie ticket debacle, um, the BS I'm calling on Disney and all that. But first, um, hey, Dan, did you know that it takes a lot of work to find people to come over to your house and give you estimates on certain things you want done? Yeah, and then they got to wait for them to show up. Well, well, you don't like the estimate. Well, wait, <laughs> my problem is not waiting for them to show up. Okay, my problem is them showing up on their time and not my time. Okay. Oh, that's always the case. Well, their time is seven o'clock in the morning. Of course. And I'm like, um, no, <laughs> that's not going to work for me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, how about later? You know, I'm like, I would have charged you more. <laughs> they want to get started early, so they end early because they're beating the heat. Well, well, no, you don't need to start early to give me, come over here and give me an estimate. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, oh, I'm probably coming in before another job. So, like I told you, that I'm having some trees removed, cut down, and everything. We're going to redo our, our, our house here, and we're doing the front yard, the backyard, and everything in between. <laughs> so, um, I have about seven trees in my backyard. Uh, two of them are big, other ones are a little, a little smaller, but, um, they need to come down. And, uh, so people are coming over here and, and, um, I'm trying to write down who's coming at what time. And, uh, I actually forgot about one cause someone's knocking at my door. I'm like, who's that? And then this guy, Oh, I'm here. To, oh, okay. <laughs> like I remembered. 
Like, yeah. Oh shit! I forgot this guy was coming. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I like that guy because he came on my time. Okay, it was already after four o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude. I'm, um, I had a guy come and uh, clean my backyard and everything, and he he's probably the one that was going to redo, you know, uh, the backyard. And uh, so I asked him. I said, "Hey, you know any tree guys?" He said, yeah, I probably know a couple. I said, hey, do you know offhand maybe about how much they'll charge to cut down a tree? Like this one, and I show him. He's like, oh, they'll probably charge like a 1000 just for that one. So I'm like, all right, you know, just to get an, you know, uh, an example. You know, hey, this is how much it's probably going to cost. But anyway, uh, I had one guy uh, come and tell me uh, $3,200. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, the guy who showed up at four o'clock, who I forgot was coming, he told me, I think he told me forty-two hundred or something like four thousand. I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. So the guy that we're going with, he actually said, uh, he told me twenty-two hundred dollars to cut all the trees. He showed me his equipment that he has. He showed me his license. He showed me his insurance. He sent me all that information. I'm like, I like this guy. And then he tells oh, wow. me, then he tells me, he says, you know what? I'm in the neighborhood on Sunday and Monday. So if you do it on those days, I'll only charge you 2000 Done. <laughs> so let's go. Done. Let's go. Yes. So that, yeah. that guy will be here uh, Monday to uh, do that. And I told him. Well, remember, remember we were talking about the cost of the dump and all that? Right. He's going to do it anyway because he's in the area. So it's like, just do it, fill up the truck, and it's only one run for him. He actually saves money doing that. Well, no, he has the whole uh, thing that, that that chops up the wood and puts it in the back of the thing. Yeah, but he's still got to dump it. Or, like, there's some overhead that he's saving money by doing it at the same time. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fine with there's, me. There's something there. I'm yeah, like, no, I don't care. I'm just like, that. that's why. He told me there's that. There's a lot to do with this thing. This he said that he's going to be here at 7 in the morning and he'll be probably done by 11. He has seven guys that's going to come and do this shit. And I'm like, hey, that's great. You know, I'm all for it. And uh, I, I told him before I I, I uh, let him know he had the job. And I said, you know, I got other people coming over and going to give me estimates. He said, that's fine. And I told every single one, I said, hey, I promise you that uh, if, I don't, if I don't go with you, I will contact you and let you know. I'm not going to leave you hanging. So I, you know, I did that, and um, oh damn, you're nice. Well, you know, that's only right. You know, hey, they know this. That's their job. They go and get bids, and they don't always get the job. So, so yeah, I, so well, I, yeah, they know that going in. Yeah, so I told that guy before. I said, "Hey, listen, if I decide to go with you, I want you to know right now. You know, you, if you tell me what time you're going to be here, just be here." You know how to get in. You get to work. Don't tell me you're here. Don't tell me you're in the way. Just get here. Get to work. I'll eventually hear you and I'll wake up. <laughs> he said, no problem. So <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. Um, yeah. They just, you know, they want to do stuff on their time and not my time. <laughs> yep. But uh, you know what? I am. I'm excited to see what this yard's going to look like once we're done. Maybe I'll post pictures. Well, hold on. Last time I talked to you, you actually be able to see the yard. <laughs> oh my god! You, oh my god! It's crazy. I'm like, dang. You know, I can see stuff. I I had it cleaned up, and then um, 
I had my gardener go back there and uh, cut down all the dry brush and everything. He hauled that away, and so it's looking good. I was going to have the guy who cleaned it. Uh, well, he wanted to come back and um, and uh, do all the brush and everything, but um, this fool's charged too much money. He's trying to tell me two thousand dollars to come and do that. I'm like, no. Nah. I said, we'll see. My gardener told me a cheaper price. So I'm like, what with him? So there you go. Yeah. All right. Enough about my yard. <laughs> How's your yard? <laughs> uh, I have a gardener. He's been doing his work. So we're good. <laughs> and uh, hey, he any, comes every Wednesday. Anyone can come in. I was just gonna say, anyone uh, want to let me know how your yard is? Uh, just email us bossfire@gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk about this Oogie Boogie bullshit. <laughs> Oogie Boogie Bash bullshit party. Now, I don't really understand what's going on. So I've been talking. I told you that I talked to Ernesto, Ernesto like every day, kind of like, yeah. you know, how we text every day, and I am basically yeah. chat with Ernesto every day. And, uh, you know, we don't. Disney doesn't give us a um, a number of tickets they sell per party, but we know it's not you know that many as a regular day. Right. So right. he said, you know, he heard is about twenty five thousand tickets. So let's, yeah, I've heard that too. So let's go with that. You know, we're not saying this mm-hmm. is true, but let's go with that. So you have twenty five thousand tickets. Now that's for the that's for uh, one party one night or one party night. And that's um, that's uh, total tickets, including the pass holder, uh, pre-sale, the priority. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the first dibs, and then the general public. So let's mm-hmm. just say that Disney uh, does twenty-five thousand tickets, to, and hey, I'm doing math here: twenty-five thousand tickets times twenty-five dates equals six hundred twenty-five thousand tickets. Um, okay, total over right. the course of the party. Total, yeah. So let's just say now people are saying, oh, well, we couldn't get tickets because the pass holders got all the tickets when they got their pre sale. Uh, no. no, it's never like that. Right. So, Disney wasn't that particular master either. <laughs> right. So, uh, people need to know that when they have a pre sale for pass holders, they are going to allow pass holders a certain amount of tickets for the certain mountain you know certain nights so let's just say each night there's only five thousand tickets for pass holders on each night at our pre-sale and once the five thousand dollars or five thousand dollars once the five thousand tickets are gone for a certain date then hey it's sold out that date sold out and you gotta get the rest so let's just say you have five thousand tickets 25 nights i didn't do that math all right, twenty five thousand tickets. Huh? What'd you say? You got twenty five nights times five thousand tickets. That's one hundred twenty five thousand uh, tickets yeah. for total. Let's say that's that's the pass holders. So the pass holders uh, pre sale sold out. So now you have what five thousand tickets or five. Um, Half a million, right? Five hundred thousand. Yeah, five hundred thousand tickets yeah. left. So you're going to tell me that Disney sold 500,000 tickets in one day in uh, 11 hours? 
was it 11 hours, about 11 hours or so? Tickets actually went on sale. Uh, yeah. Tickets, uh, the queue line opened up at 9.15, okay? So, or 9.05 or around there. It wasn't 9 o'clock exactly, but the queue line started later, and it ended at 8 o'clock, so 11 hours about, and you're going to say that they sold out 500,000 tickets in that time. Um, I, I, I can't see it happening. Um, I kept saying that I was just going to wait until everyone was out off the line until I get my tickets. But I was actually, um, that was Tuesday when they went on sale, and Tuesday is when the tree people were coming to give me estimates. So I had to be up at 8 o'clock because I think that was the first one was coming at 8 or whatever it was. So I was up, and um, I was like, okay, well, let me just do this oogie-boogie crap. And uh, I got into the queue. That's why I know that it was 9.05 when I got in the queue. You know, they had the pre-thing saying, oh, it's going to be opening soon. You're already in line, but whatever. And then as soon as it said I was in the queue, I was watching the phone, and it said 9.05, I think. So whatever. So it said, of course, uh, your wait is going to be hours. You know, more than one hour. Okay, whatever. Um, I think it was around noon <coughs> that I had 36 minutes before it was my turn to get a ticket. All right, cool. No problem. Well, then here comes another guy for an estimate. So I go out there with him, and I forgot all about it, and I get back in the house, and I go on my phone, and it says, oh, it's your turn. I try to enter. Oh, you missed your turn. <laughs> Dirty. Oh, I, you had 10 minutes to enter. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I tried to get in there. Nope, I missed it. I got to get back in line. Damn. I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. So I get back in line, and um, on the, while you're waiting, you know, it starts giving you updates, telling you, I believe it was October 8th that sold out first. Or, yeah, October 8th sold out first. And and then it was like October 19th. So I was telling you that these certain dates have a limited uh, number of tickets. And then it said, um, this uh, party date is sold out. Or I just said, uh, Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party are sold out for, and it said October 8th. And then it said, these uh, uh, dates have a limited number of tickets left. So that's what it was doing. It gave you updates, and they were doing pretty good on their updates. So at the end... Yeah, I thought you post a lot. Yeah. So every time I posted on the stories, <clears throat> you know, this day sold out. Now this day sold out is real time from Disney. Because I'm waiting in the queue, and I'm, you know, at that point I had nothing to do. I'm just watching TV and watching this queue, and then they kept adding dates. Oh, now this date sold out. Okay, let me post it. <laughs> and a, a couple of times I posted a new date was sold out, and then I go back and another date was sold out. I'm like, oh shit, I'll just wait. So I waited for like two more days to sell out before I updated the story. So anyway. It was doing that, and, you know, the date that I was planning on going was September 5th, I think. 
I'm looking at mine. One of the early ones, right? Yeah, the very first one is September 5th. So I'm not worried, you know? And then it's getting to the point where a lot of the Octobers are are are, are selling out, and I'm like, well, I was actually surprised that Halloween wasn't sold out yet. I'm like, Halloween's not sold out yet? And it was also the most expensive day. What was that? Wasn't Halloween the most expensive day? Yeah, yeah. But uh, usually, one yeah, but usually, uh, the you know, when you're running out of dates, people are going, "All right, we'll go on Halloween," you know. So anyway, they were doing really good uh, real time updates on what dates were sold out. So as far as I know, when I was looking, um, oct- well, let's go with September first or the September dates, September fifth, seventh, and tenth were not sold out along with October 24th and 31st. So that's five days or dates that are not sold out. All of a sudden, boom, it changes and says uh, tickets are no longer available. That's what the update said. It did not say tickets are sold out for or didn't say the tickets are sold out at all. It just said are no longer available. Okay. And then later on, I go on the website, and the website says, Oogie Boogie Bash tickets, blah, 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 are sold out. You can still enjoy Halloween time, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you're full of crap. How are all of a sudden, oh, the last five days are now sold out, you know, all of a sudden. So that's why I'm just calling bullshit on this. So did it say sold out or did it say um, the stopped? It just said that the tickets were no longer available. I didn't say the dates were sold out at uh, when uh, the thing changed on my phone. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have. Uh, I didn't take a picture of that. I should have. I, I, I don't think I ever saw. And that became a point of contention with a lot of people is that it didn't actually say sold out. Okay, here we go. I, <laughs> I, I, I did take a picture, and I did post it. Since the queue has closed, tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney Halloween Party are no longer available for purchase. And um, that's what it said. It's just no longer available for purchase. It didn't say anything about being sold out. And okay. um, that's why I'm like, you know, I just couldn't believe it because I think... Last year, the um, I think last year the la- the first or the last day to sell out was. I'm gonna go look back. The last day to sell out. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I believe it was September sixth. The first, the day I was gonna go. Because I have, uh, I'm looking at my thing, and all of October sold out. And uh, on July 30 or on July 3rd last year, September 6th and 15th were the only two days left. And then a little bit after that, those days sold out. So I would assume that Halloween would have sold out first before the first nights of. You know, Oogie Boogie Bash, unless people were yeah, gonna, yeah, unless people yeah. going to be like me and rather just go on the first day, 
but I don't know. Just, you know, I'm just, to me, it's like whatever. I'm just, I'm looking back on my thing to see. I don't have the date when um, Halloween sold out. But um, last year, Oogie Boogie Bash tickets, I believe, went on sale for the public on June 28th and sold out on July 3rd. They did not sell out in 11 hours. So I don't know if the the people, um, the Disney people were like, you know what, uh, these people have been working on the stupid computer system we have. I'm just going to tell them to go home and close it up for the day. <laughs> I don't know, because you, know you know what I've been doing while you're t- telling this story? I went on eBay, and um, I only see three listings for tickets right now. Uh-huh. And I checked it, and I filtered it to sold tickets and I see 16 different listings for sold tickets. So, I mean, I know eBay's only one way to do this, um, but you know, that, that can't, those numbers can't possibly be I mean, anything close to what, what they're selling. I wouldn't be surprised if there's something still wrong with the system that they figured out. Like there's something still wrong with the system. Right. Um, the money is ridiculous. Oh yeah, the amount of people have spent for these is ridiculous. Uh, two tickets is well, they're averaging about three hundred fifty to four hundred dollars a piece a ticket, which is well over twice what they're actually face value is. And let's be honest, man, I've been to the party before with the DCA. We went there before. It's not worth four hundred dollars. Oh no. This party's not worth four hundred dollars for a few hours. I mean, we, we talked about go back and listen to our Star Wars night episode. <laughs> like it is not worth that money. No. It's just not not for the amount of time. Is it an experience? Yeah. Is it worth that amount of money? Not at all. Not one bit. Some of the nights that you know we go to are the are the are the ones. The stuff that we like, you know, Star Wars, hey, yeah, we like Star Wars. We want to go check that out and see the experience. When you have a night like uh, Sweetheart Night, oh, well, I can care less. You know, I'm not going to go spend money on that. And, of course, I believe the Sweetheart Night was, um, you know, a cheaper price ticket compared to, of course, Star Wars Night. Um, yeah. You know, and then you get all these um, quote-unquote influencers who get paid to go to these nights. And are going to every single night, you know, they go to Star Wars night and they pretend they like Star Wars and they go to Sweetheart's night and they go to all those other, you know, whatever. Disney's um, um, Dapper Day night <laughs> that they stole. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, sometimes, it's, I mean, it is not worth that much money and um what are we doing? What was the prices on this ticket? The cheapest ticket was uh, like a hundred forty bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Um, yeah, something like that. Oh, here are the prices. Yeah, so that it was one hundred thirty-four dollars for the September fifth night that I wanted to go, and of course Halloween was one eighty-nine, which is not worth going, you know, because it's Halloween. So, oh my god, it's crazy, you know. And um, 
How much was Star Wars night? I know it's one more than one thirty four. Uh one one eighty? Yeah, so I'm just like thinking yeah, one eighty nine for Halloween, but we're paying hundred and eighty to go to Star Wars. Right. <laughs> I start, that's why I started thinking like, wait a minute, how much was Star Wars? I guess some nights for us, not everyone, but for us, are more are worth it than others. But um, I mean, next year if Star Wars night is two hundred dollars, I'm I'm probably gonna say nah, because you know I don't do much anyway, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of am I am I gonna spend two hundred dollars just to sit sit down <laughs> and maybe catch a glimpse of the fireworks show? We'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll uh, cross that bridge when a, we get to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'd like to say I wouldn't do it either, but then I know it's going to come up and be like, okay. what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Oogie Boogie Bash is not worth that $400 or thousands of dollars that people are going to spend and probably not be able to go because the ticket's going to be fake. <laughs> right. Um. One thing we didn't get to is the fact that when they went on sale on um, June 29th, yeah, that the system crashed or I don't know what the hell happened. They had technical issues uh, with the ticket sales and uh, new sales were paused while they addressed the issue. And then they announced that July 6th at 9 a.m. is when the tickets were going to sell again. I told Dan that maybe... Um, they had the problems. They were going to fix the issues and then quietly open it up and have the tickets go on sale. That would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, no one knew. Yeah. So sudden. this isn't this kind of stuff isn't new to ticketing, and that's what I don't think people understand. Like I see some people out there who are, you know, complaining like, "Oh, I fear this is just what's going to come in years, you know, to come." And I'm not going to lie to you; it kind of is. It kind of is, but like that's how Ticketmaster works. That's how Comic Con works. Like it's it's kind of a mess, man. The demand is there, and then you know, the FOMO, the fear of missing out, just gets to people, and you got to do it right away. Look, look at Comic Con. People try for years not to you know to get into Comic Con and they can't. I've been lucky. I've, I've been with a group of guys who we've gone before, and having gone before gives you like a pre-sale thing, like, like the pass holder thing does. And that's how we have been able to get in. But we got, you know, three, four people trying to get in, uh, to get tickets for the other ones. Like that's just how it works. Right. So, you know, they'll, they'll just they'll figure it out. The demand is, is there for it. It's bought like that. Ticketmaster is no different. The whole Taylor Swift thing, right? Yeah. Like that's what it freaking is. So you try to combat that with their system. It can't hold it, so you close it and do it again. Comic-Con did that this year. Comic-Con did it where they had problems with it. So they closed it and said, we're going to do this a different day. And then they announced later, okay, well, here's the day we're going to do it. Like again, so it, it happens. It's a very common it's a very common thing with something that's popular like this. Disney, no lie, is kind of behind what everybody else is doing as far as like Ticketmaster or even Comic-Con. Um, but only because they don't say what they're doing. Like that's part of it. So 
it almost seems like with Disney, you got to be on the floor and you're put in a queue. Well, like Ticketmaster does that and you get in and it's, you're told there are 20,000 people ahead of you and Comic-Con does it. So it's random. You log in and you hope you're one of the, you picked in a random order to go in and get what you want. So that's why you have multiple people, you know, trying to do it. Maybe that's a better way to do it to say, Oh, it's just, it's completely random because that seems to minimize the stuff. And then none of the Comic-Con and Disney probably hit me the head this way. None of the Comic-Con stuff is transferable at all. It's not. So it's registered to you. You're the only one that can use it. There's so, no other way about it. So are you saying you, you, you can only buy one ticket? The Comic-Con? Yeah. No, I can put in, like, as long as you have an account on the Comic-Con website. Like, I got in. I think it was me this year that got in. So I bought for myself. I bought for my buddy. And I bought for my buddy's buddy. Right? And then um, I had a friend who kind of wanted to go one day. And you're able to do, like, three at a time. That's it. I can do three at a time. So I had another guy got in. And he was able to get my friend the day that he wanted. So that's it. Limit it. I know they say, oh, eight. Okay, well, it has to be less. What are you going to do? Or randomize it like that. Like, you have no idea. Like Anybody can get in. You're all in a queue, and hey, you're picked. It's your truck. Rather than, you know, what it seems like now. Or at least give me something. Like Ticketmaster does. Have you ever done Ticketmaster? They tell you there are 5,000 people ahead of you trying to get tickets for like a big conference. You know, something at the forum. And you're like, okay, I hope I get in. And then, you know, you do. It's concerts, so the best things, you know, the best, more, more expensive seats are probably already gone by that point, but you'll get a nosebleed. You know, but you don't need that for this. I, just, I, know, I, haven't, ticket. I haven't experienced that for tickets lately. I didn't, oh, no? I didn't know they did that. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, when you want, like, a well, most of the shows that I go to, that isn't a thing at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I like underground music, so it's like, it isn't a problem at all. They sell out, but it's not like an instant sellout. But for some of the big stuff that I've gone to at the forum, you know, uh, for a bigger band, oh, yeah, it tells you. But, or if it's like Bad Bunny, oh, okay, there are, you know, 7,000 people ahead of you. Dang. So, and that's what you do, right? You can buy uh, up to a certain amount of tickets, but at least you know. At yeah. least you're not sitting there all day. At least you know right. there's 7,000 people ahead of me, and there's a little, you know, bar with a guy walk- walking, and you just kind of <laughs> know. Every once in a while, update. Okay, now there's five thousand people ahead of you. That's you know, your turn is coming up soon. Disney did that in the beginning. How many people were ahead of you, or the bar? The the bar with the guy walking. Oh well, they should go back to that. There's a better way to do it. They just have not invested in it. When Disney, I'm just trying to remember my somewhere in my head where when they started doing these online sale things. Um. They used a different company, you know, a third party to do it because they didn't have that, uh, that that system or whatever. So they you, should, they should totally use a third party because mm-hmm. third parties have it down. Because yeah, they cause, obviously don't have the infrastructure to do it. Because you clicked on, you know, oh, buy your tickets, and then it took you to a third party site. I forgot the name of the site, and then it said, you know, I don't know. They told you, I don't think they told you how many people had, but I remember. Uh, the little guy walking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Comic-Con, I think it's through their website, but it uses a third party to do the ticketing. You know what I mean? Because that, that's what that company freaking does. 
So it should be that. If Disney's doing this themselves, then they're doing themselves a, a disservice. Maybe. So they obviously do not have the infrastructure to do it yeah. or the bandwidth and servers. Maybe it's the same company then. That company yeah, that Comic-Con uses what Disney had used in the beginning. No, I doubt it because it doesn't look anything the same. So, I mean, who knows? But like, there, I'm hey, with well, the, I'm saying the, is, with the there's a better with, way to do it. With the little guy walking, it. maybe it was that yeah. same company. If you, if you, oh, maybe before. Yeah, yeah, before, not right now. So, I mean, if you if you remember the name of the company, I probably can say yes or no. No, I don't remember the name of the company. All right, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> but <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I call bullshit on this. I just don't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Oh, five hundred thousand tickets went in eleven hours. So I mean, talking about this, anybody that's actually listening, we're warning you right now. You shouldn't buy tickets off of eBay because. It, Disney does actively search for those kind of things. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to tell you your ticket's just not going to be valid at the gate and you're out. 1200 bucks for the four tickets you bought. You're not getting a refund. Nope. So, you heard it here. You should have heard it everywhere else, too, but it's not a smart thing to do. <clears throat> Did I tell you that I'm tired? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hey, did I tell you? Oh, no, I don't even know you saw this. You hear, speaking of freaking ticketing and all this kind of stuff, that Universal is going to go to, like, their version of the DAF class. They're going to go to a, a, a model where you have to fill out something before and basically prove your disability. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, know did I didn't you hear that? that? No. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to go to a model where you have to prove your disability. Now, before anybody gets all crazy and telling me I'm using HIPAA wrong and not even spelling it correctly. HIPAA. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's not two P's. It's two, it's not two P's. It's two A's. Oh. But anyway, um, this has nothing to do with that. This really is just asking about accommodations and proving that you need an accommodation, not what disability you have. Okay. Those are two very different things. This is going to upset people, but it, the way it's worded, it shows what accommodations can we provide you and can you provide proof you need these accommodations? That's, that's it. That, that's it. If you're being legit, that should not anger you. Right. Like at all. That shouldn't anger you if you're being legit. Right. So now the question is, is Disney going to do the same thing? Because a bunch of other theme parks are doing that. I guess Six Flags and Sea will already do that. Mm. So we know there's been a lot of talk about people abusing the system. Right. So now as it becomes, okay, are you going to do something like this? But what's fine. I mean, like you really, if you truly need it, you truly need it. You shouldn't be ashamed to be like, Oh, I need this. Here's the proof that I need it. Who cares? Okay. You need it. You need an accommodation. That's great. Let's, let's get you that accommodation so you can live and go about your life. <laughs> that's interesting. But yeah, that I just, I read that today. Thought it was interesting. All right. So I guess we'll move on from Oogie Boogie bullshit tickets. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to mention some things real quick uh, that I had written down. I also want to mention that um, uh, one of the reasons we haven't recorded lately is because I actually got sick and I had a cough and it sucked. So yeah. I couldn't really talk because I'd be coughing all over the mic <laughs> and playing getting you guys sick. <laughs> so that was one of the Virtually. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> and then another reason is all the crap going on over here. With, uh, you know, redoing the house, so. And then next thing we're going to be doing, painting the house and getting new garage doors and all that kind of stuff. 
I'm thinking, I started thinking like, shit, you know, once I'm done with this house, I'd rather just sell it and go find a cheaper house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Rogers, the musical uh, is going on over there, Hyperion Theater in DCA. Have you seen it? I have not. I'm hoping to maybe get a reservation next week to get to the park early to try to see it. Okay. Um, I heard it's beyond campy. Beyond what? Like, it's funny, but it's like campy. Oh, like okay. the Batman TV. Like, it, it makes fun of itself. Uh-huh. Kind of funny. So, I've, I've heard that. Um, I mean, I heard it's so-so. I want to check it out. Just I want to see how corny it actually is. Yeah, I want to so, do that, too. Um, I, I uh, you know, everyone's throwing it up online. I just, I, I uh, pass by because I don't want to see people's videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I haven't actually seen any videos. I've seen a couple of things people post about it and not anything. Uh-huh. So are you aware of how it works? Uh, it uses a virtual queue. Yeah, yeah, 10 o'clock or whatever it is. And then another one at 2. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's how it actually works. And it's kind of like World so of Color. It opens at it, 2. It tells you which one you have. It, it oh, uh, So the first one is at 10 o'clock or 10.30, like you said, uh-huh. for the first couple of shows, and then for the later shows, it's at two o'clock. So that's when you can get into the queue. Yeah. Either one of those times. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm wondering. So if I wanted to go to a show that's after two o'clock, I have to get in the queue at two o'clock. Yeah. Well, you have to be in the park too. Well, yeah. Yeah. That so works, you have to be scanning into the park before two o'clock and then go into the queue. Okay. Just yeah. I mean, it, that's fair. I, I actually like that. that you, oh, there's yeah. also a standby, but that's oh, fair. Cool. I mean, that's how, that's how all the color works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, you do it first thing in the morning, and then again at noon or whatever. It is. Yeah, I, I, I that. Or, I don't or you know. just go to the second show. Don't even. Or you just go to the second show. Don't even worry about it. Something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, I just go. I just yeah. Me too. Hey, speaking of that, did we talk about the pier being open now while all the color is going on? I think we did. I think okay. I think we did. They had actually announced right. that. They were going to have the yeah. rides open and everything while the show was going on, which is yeah, a, I, I, a good idea. I right? think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, line, the lines were short. Uh, Toy Story, they were like 15 minutes. All right, so Rogers the Music goes on. Get in the park, get in the queue, and uh, go check it out. It's corny. Um, <laughs> so then there was a, a where it went, um, the new Indiana Jones movie, uh, was coming out. They had the announcement that Indiana Jones is coming to Adventureland, and I was like, "Well, no, he's not coming to Adventureland. He's coming back to Adventureland because he was there before." So it wasn't something new, but he was just coming back. So uh, maybe he's still over there taking pictures or whipping his whip. I don't know what the hell he does over there. So you can go check out <laughs> Indy over there. Uh, I'm just going through. A, a little I, birdie might have told me that some of those guys are just. Uh, getting a little help because there's some of the Thor actors and those that are a little bit older. I saw <laughs> I well, I saw one uh, picture of one of the guys and he looked um, didn't look like Indiana Jones to me. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I, I did see that too because Ray sometimes uh, in Galaxy's Edge, damn, it's like it's really good. She looks really good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, a thing that we went to. With Anthony and uh, my brother, it was an after-hour event, uh, I think. 
I think it was the anniversary of uh, of uh, of uh, Indiana Jones ride. And yeah, yeah, it was an anniversary, and uh, they had they had Indiana Jones out there too. I know we talked about it on the podcast. It was when uh, they had uh, they still had um, Big Thunder Ranch, and we went back there, and they had um, um, uh, they were talking about the ride, and and they were showing the uh, concept art of what they wanted to do. And Tony Baxter was there talking about it, and. Uh, uh, we talked about this before. I was there. Huh? You were there? Yeah, I went to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I know we talked about the podcast always, back then. We always cross all these. We always, we always cross all these places where we were. Where, at, then wasn't that like oh five or something? Yes, two thousand like a twenty third version. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it opened nineteen ninety five. Wow. They almost got fired from Pizza Hut because they were doing those cards. Oh, every 15, day. 2015, 2015. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were doing yeah. those cards. <laughs> <laughs> they were giving out the cards and for every year at Disneyland, and I was going down every day. And I told my boss, hey, um, I'm going to Disneyland tomorrow to get these cards. I'll be late. He's on. If you're late, then you're fired. I'm like, hey, I warned you. I didn't get fired, though. But <laughs> 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 Oh, I was late because. Um, um, they were doing a soft opening of Indiana Jones, so I got on it, <laughs> and I was so, late, I was late to work. Is that hold on? Um, they did a special event when they opened Indiana Jones too, right? Yeah, yeah, I went to that too. Oh, that's cool. I either had just graduated high school, or was going to graduate high school, but I, I remember. I don't even know how we heard about it, but the ticket was like 20 bucks, right? For a special event ticket. So we got it and they had Indiana Jones open, right? As a soft open. And then the rest of the park was open too. I remember we got a ton of rides. I wasn't a pass holder then. I was an 18 year old kid. So I remember we got on a bunch of stuff and we're like, dude, that's the best 20 bucks we ever spent. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> we got on a bunch of stuff and we're able to ride any ride. Yeah, they gave us a little, you know, everybody always talks about the, the code to decipher all the stuff that you can basically read anyway. <laughs> all the little, you know, hieroglyphs or whatever the messages on the wall. So Yeah. yeah. yeah and then the Tony, the Tony Baxter thing, I do remember that because they just had a bunch, they had a stage back in the ranch and then just a bunch of seats, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were there. That's cool. They gave, didn't they give away hats? I don't remember what they gave away. I think it was a straw hat or something. Or was that something else? Because I remember getting a straw hat for something. I think I still have it. Might have been that, dude. I don't have to, I have to look at some old pictures. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, maybe you guys can go check out Indy over there in Adventureland and say, hey, can I uh, use your whip? <laughs> all right so we're gonna move on to uh san francisco over there in california adventure the new uh san francisco square is what it's called formerly known as uh pacific wharf mm-hmm. um so they just gave us some updates on the big hero six themed area 
um, with the the eateries, which is going to be, or actually they should be started by now. I'm just going to start reading this today. I'm excited to share that over the summer, the local eateries will start to introduce delicious new menu offerings. Starting in mid-July, you'll be able to sample new San Francisco selections at Lucky Fortune Cook, uh, Cookery and the Port of San Francisco. Oh, they got a cerveceria. Cerveceria will offer will officially open. In the weeks following, additional dining options, uh, unique shopping, and more will be introduced at the, as the transformation of this thriving seaside plaza continues through mid-August. When the transformation is completed, locations across the area from the uh, cappuccino cart outside of, uh, you know, where the bridge is, to the bakery tour will be decked out in in street art and colorful banners celebrating the Big Hero 6 team after their victory. Um, let's see what else we got here. You'll have the opportunity to interact with Hero and his huggable healthcare companion, B-Max, who will say hello outside the Hambana p- uh, Bop sh- Shop. That's funny, a Bop Shop. What's a Bop Shop? A what? A Bop Shop. I don't know. Hamana Ham. I, I, I don't even know. Ham Ada Bob, Bob Shop. So, well, I don't even know you speak in English. Yeah, it's it's uh, oh uh, Baymax language. <laughs> so that's the area where I guess Baymax is going to be over there. So I was actually over there the other day. Is I there? came out um, from Carsland, and we used that restroom right there. Um. Which is one of the better restrooms in the park, by the way. Oh yeah. Um, so we used the restroom and we sat down for a minute right outside that area, you know, right outside the restrooms. And we noticed that um, next to the restroom, like the signage to show what restroom it is by you know, quote unquote, gender. Um, but the men's room, and, and it's painted on the wall. It isn't just a sign; it's like painted. It's Baymax. It looks like. Um, the regular sign you see for a male on the wall, you know, uh-huh. but it was painted white and it had the eyes like Baymax and it was only half. Right. Uh-huh. And then the women's one was obviously, um, it looked different. So it was kind of obvious that, Oh, that's the male one. And that's the female one. And then up above that was, uh, a bit of a mural that showed basically, uh, the bridge. But it wasn't the Golden Gate Bridge. It was more like the San Francisco Bridge. Right. So that that's there. The area where the um, where the beer cart used to be, that's all walled off because that's supposed to be the meeting area for Baymax. Yeah. So this is, and then the the bridge is is blocked up too. Yeah. So this, this is what I was talking about. Where he's going to be with Hero. Yeah. Right outside the Bop Shop. Okay, so they're putting a bop shot. I don't know what that means. Well, we're going to talk about that. So it's, well, basically it says near the, it's Hamada Bop Shop will be the San Francisco Maker's Mark, a storefront stock with unique apparel, homewares, and more featuring Baymax and friends. And this concept are above. The Maker's shelves are uh, situated 
on robot storage cases. And there's, uh, I guess they have battle bots on display. Whoa. Battle bots are cool. Wow. If anyway. You, <laughs> if, if you turn a sharp eye to the rafters overhead, which means uh, look up, you may spot the local uh, battle bot champion, Hero Heroes Megabot. Across the way, a vending machine dispenses collectible golden medallions featuring Baymax and other iconic images from San Francisco. Okay, and all that's right next to the Mexican place. Right. Um, the diverse array of flavorful fare in San Francisco Square will include current favorites and new creations inspired by Asian cuisine, as well as the Big Hero 6 themselves. And it says, let's check out the dining destinations you will be able to try, which will actually lead us into. Well, they are. Oh, let's try that again. (laughs) Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Fat Time Big Hero 6 Edition. Now, I've seen uh, Big Hero 6 once. Um, what about you? Uh, a few times. You, you saw a few times? Yeah. Well, uh, once in the theater, but we've seen it a few times oh, that's here right. on Disney Plus or on the Blu-ray and stuff. So then you know more about it than I do. Cause I don't, okay. I don't know the character. <laughs> I don't know the characters that well, except for Baymax and Hero. Oh, that's my point. Okay. So, uh, we have Ant Cask Cafe. A secondary... Self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Aunt Cass is, so I'll have to watch that again. The second uh, second bakery cafe operated by Heroes Loving Ant will serve dishes... Hold on real quick. I'm ordering my food. <laughs> okay. We'll serve uh, dishes, soups, and friendly baked... Uh, how do you say that word? The sourdough bread guy? Bowden... Oh, oh, yeah, Bodine. Okay, Bodine. Sourdough bread bowls and more inspired by Japanese uh, cuisine. On the outside of this quick-service restaurant, you'll find a mural of Aunt Cass, uh, Aunt Cass's lucky pet cat, Mochi. Hey, I know what Mochi means. Yep. Hold on. Dr. Pepper. There you go. <laughs> okay, so that's... um. Uh, the Pacific Wharf Cafe, formerly known as Pacific Wharf Cafe. And then it says, an old fishing net tannery across from the cafe is being converted to Rita's uh, Turbine Blenders, which is where the margarita stand is. A giant yep. a giant drink dispenser offering delicious margaritas and icy beverages. beverages. Uh, the, refreshing, the refreshment stand is owned and named after the repair technician who maintained the floating wind turbine, resembling a giant koi fish that sits atop the structure. Um, so I'm guessing the it's already, I mean, according to this, uh, I don't know if this is a rendering or if it's already done. So is that already orange over there? Um, you know, I didn't look at that. Too. I walked right by it, too, and I didn't look at it. This 
this because uh, all that stuff is still open. Okay, so I, too, I, like those restaurants are still actually open. Yeah, I think this is just a concept art. It looks really good for concept art. It looks like an actual picture. So, but I just zoomed cool. in. I zoomed in and said concept. Concept. I can't even say it. Concept. Okay. Um, in addition to these locations, you can expect new menu items at Cocina Cucamonga and Garadelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop. Keep an eye out for blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm just trying to get to the next thing because I know I posted the fat time of what they're going to have there. There we go. Of course, they're going to have a lot of uh, food items and things that I don't even know how to say. Um, let's see. What do we have here? The food guide to San Francisco Square. And we talked about Aunt Cass's Cafe. Yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. Go to, I'm going to... Uh, I posted that on Facebook. All the new dishes are coming. But I just wanted to talk about real quick... That I, it might be there this week or already there. I don't know, but they have the big hero, or yeah, uh, Baymax Zipper. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's available now. Uh, if it is, it's just barely because it wasn't the other day when I was there. So uh, once it uh, comes out, it says uh, limit two per person, per transaction, no discounts. And they will be uh, available at the Lucky Fortune Cookery, Cocina Cucamonga Mexican Grill, and Aunt Cass Cafe. Aunt Cass Cafe. That's weird. Aunt Cass Cafe. 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 Yeah. So that place. Um, cool. You can get that there. Looks pretty cool. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get it, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does look cool. I'm just looking at the stuff, anything. They have um, some specialty beverages. They have a honey lemonade. Um, it says uh, Minute Maid lemonade, zero sugar, like a, with some yuzu puree and passion fruit and strawberry popping spears. There's a specially called. Did you say it was a honey lemonade? Yeah, honey. Yeah, okay. honey, honey lemonade. Well, that that's for the character, right? Yeah, honey lemon is the character of the movie. Yeah, that's what it says. It says, it says honey lemon um, dash aid. <laughs> mm. So it's not a one word; it's a hyphenated word. I said a big word there. Uh, there's a specialty caramel cream cold brew, Joffrey's coffee caramel mudslide cold brew topped with house made sea salt caramel whipped cream. That's not alcoholic. Uh, peach so soju citrus cocktail citrus beverage with peach flavored soju. I say ju, but it's, yeah, it's ju, ju, Joe, soju. I think it's ju. Aju, yeah. It's it's s o j u. So s o j u soju. Yeah, soju. Not trying to be anti-Semitic over here or anything. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Firestone Walker Brewing Company, 805. So, yeah. Um, 
I don't know where that is. I just, uh, maybe that's, Ant- yeah. That's a, it's just a beer. <laughs> that's fine. Not because I was looking at, no, 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 no. I meant uh, all the drinks where it was at. Oh. But I think that's an Ant cast. This is going to be an Ant cast. They have kids meal, turkey sandwich, and they have mac and cheese for kids. No, the foods they have is like some shrimp, katsu sandwich, turkey pesto club. They have new steamed rice. And let's see what else we got here. It kind of sounds like it's just a mix of what's already there. Yeah. It it, it, it did say, um, well, I mean, these ones are saying they're, they're new. There's a Japanese-style fluffy cheesecake. They have a chilled shrimp uh, saba, a soba noodle salad with tofu. You're a tofu. Yeah. So there's a lot of crap here. There's a lot of crap that I'm not eating. <laughs> uh, yep. So let's go to Rita's Turbine Blenders. And this is starting on July 26th, uh, or also starting on July 26th. Mobile order will be available. Uh, turbine Twirler. With a choice of frozen wild cherry, frozen uh, lemon lime, frozen or frozen stra- and a frozen strawberry, or frozen blue raspberry slushy, topped with peach. Gum- Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> topped with peach gummy rings. That's not alcoholic. Rita's lemon lime margarita with strawberry cream covered uh, coca biscuit sticks. You're a biscuit stick. <laughs> Rita's Grand Lemon Lime Margarita with a splash of liqueur and a, a strawberry cream covered coca biscuit sticks. And then there's a Rita Strawberry Margarita with strawberry cream covered coca biscuit sticks. And Rita's Grand Strawberry Margarita this is the grandest of them all uh, with a splash of liqueur and strawberry cream covered coca uh, biscuit sticks. Now they have a picture of a couple of them. They have the picture of the blue raspberry. Uh, it looks really good and looks really blue. <laughs> I've told you before, don't sleep on slushies at Disney. Oh yeah, they're they're good. All right, so uh, Cocina Cucamonga, San Francisco styled street corn with Taragashi. Ma- uh, Mayonnaise, queso fresco, fruit. Oh my god, what the hell is this guy? Uh, Frogaki, I don't know. And bonita, bonita, bonito flakes served with wheat chicharrones. That's gross. What the hell you want <laughs> wheat chicharrones for? That just, that's just an oxymoron, dude. Chicharrones not made of wheat. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna work. <laughs> uh, they have a this is the same stuff they have, that Castleberia. Uh, yeah, they can't get rid of that. Yeah, I mean, it's all the same stuff. The, that that street corn I just uh, talked about is the only thing that they put new. Everything else is the same stuff. Yeah, I'm not going through all that. Sounds all right. So, yeah, there's all the new stuff over there, some new stuff that's going to be popping over there. With like uh, pearl. yeah, popping <laughs> pearls, and I want to try that um, blue raspberry thing of a Bob. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. All right, enough of uh, San Francisco. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, Dan, D- 
Dan had a fat time. He has uh, been at the parks uh, getting fat. But before we get to that, real quick, just we're going to go through the other stuff I had. Uh, uh, they had uh, elemental sippers. We'll get. I don't know if they still have those. They had the new. Um, uh, I think they do. There's a lot of elemental stuff around the park. Okay, they had. They have a new sipper in Toontown. Oh, the Max one. Yeah, yeah. I was right now. I was trying. What was it? What was it? Yeah, yeah. They had that new Ma, uh, Max Sipper, Toontown, and then they had the Mister Tone Pop, uh, Mister Toad Popcorn Bucket. I don't know if they still have that. Oh, that's what I forgot to look for the other day. Yeah. It was something. Yeah, I'm not sure if they still have that. So I was gonna. This stuff I was gonna mention last time. I wrote down. And I figured I'd just mention it anyway. All right. So let's. I kind of wanted that. I that's yeah. I, I did too. <laughs> Uh, I had a friend who we're not going to talk and say who it was, host B, who said, "Hey, uh, if you get that, can you give me one? I'll pay you back." And I said, uh, "You still owe me thirty five for the uh, for the uh, Elliot bucket." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that bad boy. That's been a long time. Yeah, it's been over a year. Over a year. Isn't over it? a year. Yeah, you still owe me thirty five dollars for that? What the hell? That parade hasn't been around in a while. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, let's uh, talk about Dan's fat time. Oh, we had some fat time. Um, I went to Carthay Circle the Lounge this time. So just what is known as Hollywood Lounge, I guess. Mm-hmm. Made a reservation a couple of weeks ago. Uh, had my brother, my kids, uh, Gene, and her husband, and we just decided, you know, we're still on a quest to eat everywhere. I have eaten at Carte Circle, but the lounge kind of just serves appetizer type stuff. Um, you know, along with the full bar that um, Carte Circle has. So we decided to do it. Um, we sat, have you ever been inside Carte Circle? The lounge? Yeah. Yeah, I've been in there. Okay. So you know where the elevator is and the steps that go upstairs to the actual restaurant? Yeah. Okay. We were the last few tables against the wall before you get on the elevator. Okay. So it's technically alfresco dining. Oh, okay. But on a hot day, we they sat us inside. So we're like, oh, okay, we'll take this. <laughs> it's air conditioning. Yeah, it, real quick, so, I think that outside is new, newer than when I went the first time. I, I went, yeah, yeah, but like that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be alfresco dining. Oh, okay, I didn't but know that. They sat us inside. Yeah, yeah, they no, sat us inside. Because when I went, I went there with the. Um, my brother and friends, and and we sat inside and had drinks. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so and that's kind of what it is. It's, it's a lounge, right? So they don't serve the full meals; they serve more appetizer stuff. But we ordered a bunch, and basically that was our dinner. So now I'll go through what we actually had. So I did have a mai tai um, because they have specialty drinks with like actual quality alcohol. So um, I did ha- I did that because it was a special thing. I don't normally drink at the park because it is pricey. But I thought, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm also good. So I had a Mai Tai. It was really good. Um, I ordered, here we go, Vietnamese twice-cooked beef lettuce wraps with a pineapple uh, mint salsa. Oh, my God, those were good. Those were so freaking good. So it's just uh, it's beef, right? With a lettuce wrap, it's got that pineapple bit salsa, and they give you like the teriyaki sauce to put um, on the beef. 
and you eat it like a taco, right? There's a lettuce wrap. So good, dude. It was, oh, that was wonderful. I, I, I really, really like that. My daughter ordered, um, what did she order? She ordered, all words I can't pronounce, Strazapretti pasta, San Marzano tomatoes, basil, and Parmigiano-Reggiano. I don't know what any of that is. It looked like noodles and marinara sauce, but it was really good. With cheese. Uh, with with cheese, but yeah, Mike Springsteen, I took some pills, we were good. I had that, and then I had the um, filet mignon beef skewers uh, with Peruvian stewed beans. The beans were okay, the skewers were really good. And it's, it's filet mignon, so it's a better cut of meat, and it wasn't Bengal barbecue. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> it, was, it was better than Bengal barbecue to get the quality uh, cut of meat. So we had that. My brother, um, and I tasted it because we, we share everything. He had, what did he have? He had the North African roasted organic chicken breast, uh, turmeric rice, and spicy harissa. And it was pretty good. But I think the rice is better than the chicken. And we've talked about this before. I have a problem with chicken at about doing that in anything park because they tend to give you a big piece of chicken and whatever they put on it to season it is only ever on the outside and not really soaked into the chicken. So once you get past that like first layer of chicken, the rest of it just tastes like chicken. Like you can get it one oil. You know what I mean? So I, I tend not to, or unless it's fried chicken and uh, plaza in, I tend not to order chicken when I'm at the park. And then we also had, what did we have? Malai kaffa potato and it had some curry on it and it was accented with coconut citrus cucumbers and yogurt and that was actually surprisingly really good it looked like a, a ball of potato and it had curry in it and it was just spiced up it, it was really good I mean this is one of those places that we went and we're like okay you know we kind of like eating like this every once in a while it's a little bit more finer dining you know kind of like when we went to um, Blue Bayou, and so it is kind of pricey, but you know you're going to have different flavors and taste to it. And I'm not a foodie by any means, but I have enjoyed this little journey that we have <laughs> done. And then <laughs> after that, because my daughter ate her pasta, but like she's like it was okay, but like I kind of helped her finish it. Um, so she was still kind of hungry later. So we went and got her uh, the bacon mac and cheese from one of the cones, and she actually really liked it. So we're working on getting some stuff in the cones too. And then the picture that I sent to you um, was that log. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> it, it, looked was like, from it looked like poop. <laughs> <laughs> it really was this big old log. It was like a huge Snickers bar. Yeah. I mean, like a foot long Snickers bar. And um, <laughs> we took it. And we went and we ate it. And I told Diggs it tasted like um, those peanut butter eggs you get from Sea Candy at Easter time. Mm. That's what it tasted like. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Most of you would be like, oh, I need a glass of milk. Not me. <laughs> where, where was that from again? Because I'm drinking milk. That's from Tim. Okay. He just, I don't know why. Because he, he was like, we, now we've eaten at Tim's before, but we haven't done it on this challenge. And he was just looking at the menu and he's like, Hey, I heard they had this giant candy bar at Tim's, and that's what it actually is. It's the giant candy bar. So we got it. We marked Pim's off as a place that we've now eaten. 
uh, even though we've eaten there before. I've had the giant pretzel from there, and I've had that panini uh, from there, which actually, that's really good, actually. The panini from there is really good. So, we're well on our way from Quest, sir. And then I don't think I had anything else to eat after that. Oh, no, I lied. <laughs> I did. What was it? Oh, it was a s'mores um, macaron. Uh, we had a s'mores macaron from Jolly Holiday. Oh. That was really good, dude. It was really good. I'm going I'm to send you a picture of that right now. Cool. It was, it was that good. I'll send you one of the giant. Oh, I sent you one of the giant chocolate bar. You have that, huh? Oh, the what? Giant chocolate bar. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so coming your way, that's the s'mores macaron. We have that as a late night snack after we get some other stuff. And then on my quest, since we last talked, I ate a little red wagon. I've had corn dogs before. You know, they're good. Oh, that macaron. They're good. That macaron looks good. It has toasted oh, it was really good. marshmallow on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks it good. It was really good, dude. Yeah. that's I, reckon, I totally recommend you getting that next time you go. I ate um, at Cafe Daisy. So this is interesting. When when Toontown closes for the fireworks, when they open back up at 10, right, and are open until park closing, they don't serve food anymore. They only serve the donuts and drinks. They don't do the flop over pizza or any of that anymore. You can't order that anymore. Okay. Um, and when you think about it, a lot of the restaurants close early. Uh-oh. The restaurants that are actually open oh. late. Okay. So after grills, one, but a lot of them are not. They close a little bit earlier. So just a heads up. The donuts, uh, I think I, I told you I ate them. And I told you they tasted, they were good, but they tasted like the ones I can get at the gas station at 5 o'clock in the morning on the way to chop box. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like the donuts in a packet, right? <laughs> they were good, but I was like, okay, I ate them, but I, I, I want to try the hot dog because I want to see how close you were, and I want to try the flop over pizza. The two things that I want to get there to actually try. Okay, cool. Properly, but I did eat a cafe. And I think that has been my fat time. Other than that, anything else I've eaten has been a chill or popcorn. So. Okay. The Carthay the Carthay Lounge was expensive. It was pricey, but it was really good. Now, it was not as pricey as Blue Bite. Right. But it, it was, yeah. But it was good. All right. Um, what else you got? So that's about time for me. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> I think we're done with eating, but I'm, I'm about to <laughs> eat, eat a little bit. So let's keep going. Yeah. Let's talk All about right. um, the Haunted Mansion premiere. That's all you. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> So um, there's a couple of things coming up in here because as we speak, Saturday is supposed to be the premiere of the Haunted Mansion movie at the Hyperion Theater. So Rogers actually isn't showing this weekend because uh, it's the premiere of the movie. Now, it was all dependent on the actor's strike. So they planned it, and then today, actors went out. So actually, in a little while, it officially begins. Yeah, midnight. Um, but the, yeah, midnight. Yeah, as we're talking. Actors are going on strike, so no actors will be there. So it's supposed to be a fan event. Now, I actually have Saturday booked. 
I thought about going, but I'm not so sure anymore. I got an invite to do something else. Ironically, fat time at a restaurant, so I might do that instead. <laughs> um, but I, I had considered going. But it, it is opening soon, and that's affected. Now, this is going to affect a lot of different things moving forward. Like the writer's strike and the actor's strike is going to affect a lot of different things going forward. Um, Comic-Con ties into this. Oh. So I'm going to Comic-Con next week. So the next time we talk, I'll be talking about Comic-Con stuff. But Comic-Con is going to look a lot different this year as well. So I've been going to Comic-Con since like 1999, somewhere around there. Um, I went, and we always just went, sometimes we went day of and got tickets. Twilight, did you know this? Did you know Twilight is actually what blew up Comic-Con? No, I didn't. Twilight was one of the first movies to go and have a presence at Comic-Con and have a panel, and all those teenage girls showed up trying to get into, you know, Hall H at the time or whatever it was, whatever, wherever it was, and that's what blew up Comic-Con. Ever since Twilight had a presence, movie studios then said, oh, we can go to this thing and preview what we're doing and then people go crazy, giveaways, all this kind of stuff. So ever since then, that's when Comic-Con blew up. And it's been that since, right? Can I just say, um, real, real vampires don't glow. Okay. Just want to say that. Don't get me started on those movies, man. Don't. (laughs) But Marvel has always been a huge thing on Saturday. Right? In, in Hall H, the big thing to over, that's where they announce the new phases of Marvel. They have directors come out, actors come out. None of that this year. None of that this year. Everything as we speak, I keep getting emails and seeing things online from some of these groups I follow that are updating stuff. This is canceled. This is canceled. This is canceled. This is canceled because no one is showing up. And the actors went on strike. Well, first of all, before they were on strike, they were told you shouldn't do anything that a movie studio is, is putting on. Like if, if you're doing something yourself and it does nothing to do with the movie studios, okay. And then when they voted to strike, they said, no, we don't want you doing any of it. We don't want you to do anything. We don't want you to have a presence there at all. So there's going to be no big celebrities for movies or TV at Comic-Con. So it's going to be real different. It's going to be like it was before Twilight. Um, which means a bunch of people decided not to go, and which could mean that the floor, the sales floor, could be super, super packed. Now, Marvel, as I understand it, will have a booth and all that kind of stuff. They just don't have actors and um, writers there because they're on strike. So I'll have all kinds of the dirt after, after next week of what went down and what it looked like and stuff. But this affects everything moving forward, right? Because filming on anything has stopped. It's just stopped. And the writers have been on strike now for what, two months? Yeah. At least? Yeah. Yeah. So everything, everything is going to get delayed even worse now because the actors too. So I, I so saw... So there's not, there's, like, just stopped. I saw this online. Um, it was about NBC that... Uh, some of their uh, shows, they actually have like 10 episodes already ready to go and uh-huh. and that they were not going to actually release any uh, new episodes in the fall. Even though they have like 10 ready to go, certain series or whatever. 
thought that was interesting. Well, it throws off. Well, isn't this the last time this happened? Wasn't this that when reality TV took off? Yes, yes. Because you don't need writers and actors for that, right? So I don't want to go back to that. I don't either. <laughs> uh, Not at all. I mean, we so have, I hope they can settle this. There's enough Bachelor and Bachelorettes, and we don't need any more of that crap. Yeah. Hey, do you know who the SAG actor president is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I didn't know until today it was the nanny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, That's crazy. I, I think I found that out probably about a month ago when they were talking and about the And I read writers. a quote, and I was like, well, friend, yes, I was like, oh, okay. That's cool. I guess yeah. It's, not, yeah. it's not Laura Ingalls anymore. No. <laughs> Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Um, we'll see what happens the, uh, the, over the weekend with the fan event for the premiere. The movie obviously comes out um, in two weeks. So I'm going to watch that. We'll get to more movies in a minute. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on with that. So we're, you're not going to see a lot of uh, press for that. That movie is about to come out. It's obviously ready. It is going to premiere, but you're not going to see a lot of uh, interviews or anything for it at all. So that kind of sucks because I might actually hurt it a little bit. Actually, it's going to probably hurt any movie coming out. Because today I read that Oppenheimer, the, that big film that's coming out. Yeah. That the actors were in England or something. And they, as soon as they heard that they were going to go on strike, they walked away from the film. They actually left. <clears throat> and said, nope, we're standing in solidarity with, you know, our, our brothers and sisters. So, we're done here. And they walked off. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the way it's going to be, man. It's, you know, and I, I'm not going to get into everything, but like a bunch of it has to do with streaming right. and how they're complicated for that kind of stuff. Because it wasn't a, a thing or as big a thing the last time they negotiated the contract. So it's fair. <clears throat> I had this conversation with somebody today. It isn't like, you know, Tom Hanks and Matt Damon don't need the money. No, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. It, it's for the little guys. You know, I got a friend who's a SAG actor. He does bit parts I on TV shows. On the web. He does, sorry, <laughs> he does bit parts in TV shows and stuff. He needs to be taken care of for doing that. You know, yeah. to get to get what's right for for him. So those big actors don't need it, and I think they acknowledge that. And we don't need this, and it's for the the one struggling coming up. You know, so. Interesting time, man, which means the fall TV series are all going to be pushed back. Or Whatever canceled. you're watching on TV or, is going to premiere late. Yeah, or canceled for the season. <laughs> yep. That's crazy. Or um, we get a new reality series. Yeah. But you start worrying about us going to the park. Oh, my God. <laughs> I watch that. <laughs> Dude, literally, people do watch that. I know. It's live streaming. It's literally what they're doing. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to uh, Secret Invasion, Marvel's Secret Invasion. Um, you've been watching it, I guess. I, I don't think I've had... I'm, I'm caught up. I haven't talked to you about it. Uh, no. I've been watching it. I haven't watched this week's episode because I forgot about it. But uh, I like it. I enjoy it. Um, I actually, I actually watch it, and I'll sit there and just try to listen to everything that's said. Because <laughs> you know me, I don't understand okay. things. Okay, no, that actually makes sense because I was ta- I was out of town last weekend for a softball tournament, and I stayed with another uh, family. And the husband there he coaches with me, and we're good friends. 
and he likes all that stuff too. So we were talking about, oh, let's watch the the new episode because I hadn't seen it yet. The one that came out last week. Uh-huh. Um, so let's watch it. And I'm like, dude, I can't. Well, there are too many freaking people in the house. Like uh-huh. I have to sit here and watch this and listen to it uh-huh. because it's such an interwoven tale. And there's so much going on. Like I actually have to pay attention to it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, I can't. So we watched Star Wars. Instead. <laughs> there you go. You already know it. <laughs> Good trade off. Yeah. Cause we can sit there and, and BS ourselves and like, okay, we know this. Yeah. Well, that's another thing too. I, 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 um, I started watching, um, I started watching, uh, Star Wars, the, um, the newer one. I wanted to start watching it over again. Cause you know, the other ones I've seen many times. The newer ones I haven't. So I want to go back and check it out after watching, uh, you know, all the Clone Wars and things like that. And uh, and uh, so I was watching, um, I can't remember. What's the first one called? The Phantom Menace? No, no, no. I meant uh, Seven. Or New Hope. Episode Seven. Oh, oh um, uh, Force Awakens. Okay, so I started watching that. And I'm just listening to... to uh, you know, a certain thing, I can't remember who said what, but I was listening to a certain thing, I go, oh, that's right, that's what's said over here in this one, so I wanted to go back and just see things again, and actually, like I said, listen to the dialogue, listen to the you know, the parts that are kind of boring because they're talking too much, but those are the yeah. parts that give you all the information you need. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I want to go back so I can, you know, know those movies as well as I know the other ones, so yeah, so I went back to watch those. But yeah, Secret Invasion. Um, what do you want to talk about? I just want to see if you've seen it and what you thought. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought it was good, and I'm I'm trying to see where this is gonna where this ends up. Yeah, I uh, when it started, I'm not gonna give anything away because if you guys watched uh, uh, Endgame, and then you know that uh, Homeboy took off and was gone, which I didn't even know. I forgot. I guess. That, um, no, that's actually a central part of the story. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he is done, that he was done, it's a central part of the story. So that's that's why you know when I, when I saw the first episode, you know, they said Nick Fury was gone. He left. Blah 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 blah. And I didn't even I didn't I guess I didn't remember that part. You know. So after Endgame, he's been up there the whole time. So for those of you who want to watch Secret Invasion. I haven't got to it, you know, I'm just going to say that Secret Invasion is uh, in uh, today's time period, like right now, going on now. And, of course, they do take you back to, you know, certain years, but it's in this time period right now. So if you want to know when it happens, what it's after, it's now. So it's the present time period. So If you want to deep dive Captain Marvel, that's a deep dive because there's some stuff that happens in there that, like, comes up here yeah that's another thing i'm probably probably going to do is watch that uh yeah watch captain marvel again but um yeah i mean i I like it i'm enjoying it uh i i think um i didn't know much about the scrolls every time they talked about it in other movies i didn't know i i actually thought of the actual scroll you know those things you read. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's the only thing that came to my mind. What the hell is a scroll? Now I realize it's those green aliens, and now I'm understanding that they didn't have a place to go. They didn't have a home, 
and they're looking for a home. Yeah, Captain Marvel. <laughs> right. <laughs> little back and one right. Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched, I've seen Captain Marvel. So I know that, and then, I, and then I'm like, cause that's, I think that's when they're, you know, I think that was the movie where I'm like, a scroll is the thing you read. I said I didn't understand what it's scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I'm going to go back and actually probably watch Captain Marvel just to get more, you know, remember things again. But I do enjoy this show. I think it's pretty cool. You know, I, I it's not, um, I think it's better than Moon, Moonlight because that one was kind of weird. And knowing that this was like three different guys or whatever, I don't know if you got that far or understood all that. But um, for Moon Knight, yeah, yeah, I did. So I mean, that one was hard to follow for me and to understand what the hell was going on. So I think uh, Secret Division is more; it's a little bit easier to understand what's going on for me to you know, as long as I pay attention. <laughs> And I know what a scroll is now. <laughs> and I guess well, after last week's episode, the scroll appeared at the Hyperion Theater at the Rogers the Musical. Oh, really? As an usher, yeah. Had an usher. Oh, that's cool. Had an usher scroll there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. So uh, <laughs> I think cool. I, I, I think that's cool because. You know, if, uh, people who uh, don't know, scrolls are the aliens, and when they came uh, over here to Earth, they basically they're disguising themselves as people, so you don't know who was a scroll and who was not. And I think that's pretty cool that uh, they had a scroll at the at the Hyperion Theater, you know, in the green, uh, you know, alien form, because you know he's just working, doing his thing. <laughs> so I think that's pretty cool. That's freaking cool, dude. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's pretty cool. I'm, I'm actually gonna, I will watch it tonight. Uh, since I so, talking about it, you know, you know the other thing I watched on Disney Plus. What? I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Because I went to go see about Destiny. Now let me just the say, new Indiana Jones movie. Right. So let me just say, like the Indiana Jones I've seen. Um. I believe I've, I've, I know I remember I've seen the first two. The third one, which one was the third one? The Last Crusade. Okay, I probably did see that, but I don't remember it. But I, I honestly, I'm not really into the Indiana Jones movies. You know, I think I would have to start watching them now to, you know, remember, first of all, and, um, you know, probably to get more into it. But I, I've, I don't know. It was kind of eh for me, the Indiana Jones. I think it's cool, but it was kind of eh, you know, whatever. But um, well, Te- Temple of Doom is the weird one. It uh, it's kind of dark. Actually, Temple of Doom is the reason they started the PG thirteen rating. Did you know that? No. Yeah, Temple of Doom is the reason they started the PG thirteen rating because it was like this movie is a little bit more than PG but it's not quite an R because of the level of violence and the stuff that happens in it. Uh-huh. We're like, you know, reaching in and taking out the heart and stuff like that. None of this is spoilers, by the way. <laughs> we are from almost 40 years old. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it's a little much. That's not my favorite. I, I like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Last Crusade is actually my favorite Indiana Jones movie. 
Um, so I liked him enough as a kid. And I remember going to being taken to Sea Temple of Doom, and then also the Last Crusade. I remember my parents taking me to the movies to go see him. Um, Crystal Skull, we can forget about. Um, I don't think it was a bad movie, but it's definitely it it it, it it's wrong. It shouldn't have happened. Uh-huh. And then actually, this isn't a no. I'm, it is a little bit of a spoiler, but. I won't tell you what happens, but there's some dialogue in the new movie that basically writes off uh, the Crystal Skull. Huh. They basically put stuff in it that says, yeah, never mind this. This kind of, it, it, it doesn't correct it, but it kind of was like, can we just drop that? <laughs> and just go with it, here we are. So I'll only putting out a couple of things. I, I won't give any spoilers because it's still kind of new. Um, I, I don't think it's doing very well in the movie theater, but I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, for It's a two and a half hour movie. And to me, it did not feel like two and a half hours. I was so into it. Like I thought it was actually a really, really good movie. Not on par with the original, but a good homage to that. So um, the first like half an hour of the movie is like a flashback scene. Something that happened, you know, 40 years before that time or 30 years before that time or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, 30 years, 30 years before that time. Um, and so they did the, um, the bit that they did with Luke Skywalker and, uh, uh, the Mandalorian, the de-aging process, right? For Harrison Ford. He yeah. looks good. It looks so good. Like, you know, it's only slight spoiler. When you first see any CD outfit, got a bag over his head, they take it off and he's de-aged. Remember how we thought Tron looked really good? Yeah. Yeah. When a DH in, in, in the second Tron movie, Tron 3D. No, dude, this looks amazing. Dude, I was like, I was blown away by how good it looked. Like, honestly. And then they do, a, a, so that's a flashback, right? Then at a different point in the movie, they do another flashback, but it's like 10, 15 years past that first flashback. So it's de-aged again, but de-aged obviously less because he would have aged, right? Even that looked freaking good. I thought it was done really freaking well. Um, the story is kind of simple, but I mean, Harrison Ford is what eighty, yes, and so it is an action movie, and I think they did a pretty good job showing him in action, but I guess kind of protecting the fact that he can't do what he was doing forty years ago. Does that make sense? Yeah, like so his co-star took a lot of the action, and it shows him. He's punching guys and stuff like that. But, like, in, in chasings and stuff, I, I don't really think... They don't really show, like, him running or, you know what I mean? It's just kind of... It's edited in a way where you're like, oh, he did it. But you're, I was thinking back, I was like, well, I never actually saw him do that. Just kind of implied that this is what he did. Right. He's like, talking about an 80-year-old man's limitations of what he can do physically. Right? Yeah. So I thought that part was done well. And then, you know, it, it ends in a spot where it's like, oh, okay. I see, I see what they did. I see what they did. It's open. It's open to what they want to do uh, beyond this. I thought it was good. I went with my brother and I went with uh, that coach buddy of mine and we all three of us walked out and said, damn, that was a pretty good movie. <laughs> Not an Academy Award winner, <laughs> but it's like we watched the good action movie and it harkened back to our youth and there's lots of Easter eggs from the original. So it was like, we got a lot of fan service out of that movie. Yeah, what about this? Oh, he said this. Or he did that, like from the original. See, so that, it was like, that, yeah, that, you got what you wanted. 
See, that's the thing. Um, those lines are probably going to go over my head, you know, because I really, really don't remember. Well, and it, it was subtle. It was subtle stuff. Like, there's a point in the original movie where uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, he gets hurt, and he, um, Marion, the girl that's fixing him up, said, is there any place that doesn't hurt? And he points at his elbow. It doesn't hurt here. <laughs> and so that comes back up the opposite way um, in this movie. And you have to be really good with it to catch the small Easter eggs. But you're like, oh, I remember that. It, it comes back to you if you've seen them. So it, it was good. But it doesn't have any, it's no relevance to the story. It's just that fan service, right? Showing these little Easter eggs would be like, oh, that was from this one. Or even with the snakes. Like snakes come up. Except yeah. this time they're eels. <laughs> it's like, it's funny. It, it was a good movie, man. I, I uh, don't think I'll get to the movie theater to watch it again, only because of my schedule. But I will watch it on Disney Plus for sure. I'm glad I actually went and saw it. That's one of the ones that I did want to see. I was like, I gotta see that movie. <clears throat> Can you want to talk about the other one? Yeah, Olimento. So I've been really busy with softball. And now that it's kind of like my wife was off of work for a little bit there too, on her vacation. And it was like, we haven't really done, everything's been softball, softball, softball. We haven't really done anything completely together as a family because my son's not into the softball thing. So I was like, let's go to the movies. And they're like, okay, what should we see? I said, you know what? We always go see the Pixar movies as a family. Let's go see Elemental, like the Pixar movie. Um, it was cute. It was cute. I think it's a good movie. It, it's not the Toy Stories and the Finding Dories and the Finding Nemo's, the early Pixar stuff. It is not that. Um, you'll see a bunch of people say Pixar has to kind of find their way again. And I don't disagree with that. But I thought this was a really cute movie. And it, it, it's you, you'll feel with this movie. It gives you the feels. I thought it was really good. The idea is cute. Um, all of us, my kids right now at, at that age were like, I don't want to see that. Well, I'll be damned if they weren't laughing during the movie. Uh, and then you ask them afterwards, well, was it good? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for a 14 year old to be like, I mean, it was pretty good. You know, uh, it's fine. It was a good movie. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of a social commentary thing too, because all the different elements one of them is kind of excluded from stuff. And then you, they're, they're separated, right? And you're like, oh, this is kind of like how in immigration to the United States, certain cultures are kind of ostracized and left to do their own like Chinatowns or Koreatowns. That's what it was. That's what it was implying. That it was like they left their land and came here and then, but they're separate because they don't really fit in with all these other elements. And then, you know, things happen and force them to work together. So, yeah, I thought it was super cute. I totally will watch that again on Disney Plus. The um, the cartoon before was that Carl's Date one. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, I just was like, it ended, and I was like, that's it. This was kind of honestly, I thought it was kind of pointless. <laughs> it's cool. I thought it was going to be more. You see Carl because Carl's a cool character, right? Yeah, yeah. Carl from Up is a cool character. Doug is a cool character, right? The dog. Uh, I guess I see what they were trying to do, but I'm like, that's it. 
Nah, I wasn't feeling it at all. I didn't think it was that good. I think you just get a case of Carl and his attitude. But uh, the movie was much better than the short. I actually about that. I watched um, Doug's shorts. He has little shorts. I forgot Doug's tales or something like that. Oh yeah, it's on Disney Plus. <clears throat> anyway, uh, they were pretty funny. I liked them. I'm over here sitting and laughing. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there were some funny things that were said in it, but overall, as a story, I'm like, this is what you went with? Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to give a spoiler, but I was uh, like, I'm not feeling it. It could have been a little longer. It was only, what, six, eight minutes? It probably should have been a half an hour cartoon. Well, it's just supposed to be the short, the opening, like all the other ones, like Bowel. Yeah. Or whatever that yeah. was. That one. I thought that was yeah. weird. <laughs> all right. So let's move on. Chalk Walk. Okay. Chalk Walk. It's happening. Um, I'm doing it. I'm stupid and paid $200 to my accident. We talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's been about a month. Uh, you're more than welcome to message me or, or email us if you'd like to help. I just wanted to say that it was coming up, and I wanted to say that uh, last year we ranted and raved about, well, we ranted, we didn't rave, about influencers. I have literally seen none of them taking part in this. Oh, of course. I don't know about you, but last year everybody was begging, tell me go to this because it was the party at the park, right? Yeah, I get a special event now when it's hey we're just walking to actually raise money and you get nothing for it I don't see those same people doing this fake fake but I'm here gave my 200 bucks have one, two, I have four of the people going to do it with me maybe five uh, all for the right reasons right? right donating to the hospital that helps people out a friend of mine has a son just had an operation. His third one at Chalk. That's what it's for. It's for that. Not for some stupid influencer to go to an after dark party. Yeah. To showcase what was going on. I understand what Chalk was doing when they did that. But I'm calling out these people that are fake that are not doing it now because I don't see hardly anybody trying to do it this year. But last year when I get a free chance to go to the park, donate to me. No. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. That's all I wanted to say, Dave. All right. (laughs) So, uh, you talked about the Comic Con you wanted to talk about already, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I just want to move on because my food is here. So, real quick. Yeah, we're about winding down anyway. Yeah. Uh, Bob Iger's contract was extended to 2026. Walt Disney Company Board of Directors announced that Bob Iger, or they say Robert A. Iger, has agreed to continue to serve as chief executive officer through December 31st, 2026. He doesn't want to give that up, does he? He's, I, you know, people talk shit and everything. I think he's good. He's good for Disney. Uh, it says yeah, it, but he also doesn't want to give it up. <laughs> it, says, it says, in voting unanimously, to extend Iger's contract by two years, the independent members of the board of directors noted that Iger's extension provides community of leaders during the company's ongoing transformation and allows more time to execute a transitional plan 
for CEO succession, which remains a priority for the board. So there you go. <clears throat> Let me get Bob for two more years, two more years or whatever it is. <laughs> two and a half years. Yeah. All right. So uh, moving on to some Knott's Berry Farm news. Uh, I have Who? that other park in Buena Park, you know. Not oh, okay. So um, it says that uh, Accelerator will be opening this summer. I think it's already opened. Uh, Accelerator actually closed in March uh, 2022 after oops, after uh, they had just repainted the tracks and and the cars and everything, and then uh, it closed down. And uh, I guess what happened what happened was that they needed a uh, part for the um, um, the launch control system. They needed to uh, refurbish a component of the rise control system, and I guess they had to wait for that uh, that uh, part to arrive, and that's why it took forever for accelerated to uh, reopen so it was closed from march 2022 to i think like i said i think it's open now i looked on the website or the I looked on not app to see the uh you know the information and didn't say anything about closed so i think it reopened so you now accelerate is reopened and uh, you can enjoy that i it says uh i think it was one of those things yeah were uh one of the um cedar uh cedar point i think cedar point right i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i think it says one of the rides uh in um ohio had a uh metal piece flew off the ride and seriously injured a woman that was waiting in the attraction queue in august of 2021 so uh i think Maybe it's one of those things that they're like, oh, we got to close all of them and redo this. It says King, King Dakai and uh, Six Flags Great Adventure closed early in June after a mechanical, mechanical failure involving a hydraulic launch system. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they hit, like, oh, you know what? We need to re- close them all and redo it. So that's what happened to uh, Accelerator, which I didn't know because I remember going there and then like they were closed because they were repainting and then I remember going there and they were open and then going there and they're closed so I'm like oh something happened so there you go if you guys were interested in uh in that ride uh it's open should be open now other thing uh I guess there's a um uh what do you call it Knottsbury Farm is doing a um uh, what do you call it a Preferred parking lot, a preferred parking thing now. Oh, I heard about that. It says, enjoy the ultimate convenience with our grand preferred lot. Uh, it already started. It said, guests can secure a prime parking spot for just $50. Or a horse nugget for only $20. A visit with an all-season parking pass or a prepaid parking upgrade. So, um... That lot, if you guys are going up Beach Boulevard and you hang the little right to not, you keep going straight forward and you pass um, 
what do you call it? Ghost Rider. You go under Ghost Rider, and to the left, there's a parking lot right there, and that's where this new uh, Grand Preferred lot is at. Uh, I'm okay for paying nothing to park in parking where I park now. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Now, another announcement from Knott's Berry Farm says, Don't put that swimsuit away just yet. Not Soak City is extending their dates to include three more weekends open Saturday and Sunday, September 10th through October 1st. Make sure to visit before the end of the season. So they will be extending their uh, uh, days uh, on Saturday and Sundays. So right now they're open, you know, seven days a week. But then the weekend of the 10th, I guess that's, yeah, the weekend of the 10th, uh, they'll just do the weekends only. That's not their Labor Day anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Just so, just just people know. Hey, don't go there on uh, you know September sixth and say, hey, how come you guys are not open? You're supposed to be open through October. No, <laughs> it will just be the weekends after Labor Day. It will be weekends only through the uh, October first. So there you go. I think that's it. Yes, Oops. Back, back, back. Oh, my phone landed on the thing. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's very farm news. And yeah, and that's it. I'm done. I get to go eat. Sounds good. Um, here we go. All right. So, yep, that's it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Uh, hey, don't forget, we have a lot of fat time, new fat times coming to the park over there at San Francisco, uh, Square. Oh, yeah. Square. It's a square. Mm-hmm. So you can go be square over there and get some fat food. Enjoy. Oh, seven, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? Um, go check out um, Captain America and his crew at uh, Rogers and Musico. Don't go to Comic-Con because no one's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, please don't go to Comic-Con. I'm going to go, but you shouldn't go. Yeah, don't go. Dan's going and hashtag no invite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there might be Indiana Jones in Adventureland. Uh, well, there's someone who says he's Indiana Jones, but don't think he's going to look like him. Um, he's got the hat and the jacket. Yeah, Oogie Boogie tickets are bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Hey, if you guys want to get in touch with me, us, whatever, um, head over to, uh, or you can email us, mousepire at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters, YouTubes, Snappies, TikToks, and um, what's that new thing? What's it called? Threads. Threads, yeah. Let me write this down here. So, yeah, I'm on. Yeah, a low grade Twitter. Yeah, we're on the threads, and we're—I don't know what it is about, but we're on there. So there you go. Uh, hey, we got patreon.com forward slash mousepire. Help up the podcast. Uh, check out dgpclothing.com and brand new tumblersplus.com. Uh, custom, custom made skinny tumblers, uh, glass cans. The first thing I've heard of glass cans. I never knew what that was, and uh, mugs. And things plus, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Tumblersplus.com. Hey, I heard they're a new sponsor. <laughs> oh. All right. Out oh. there. 
Well, Dan has Disney Adventures over there and uh, things like that. But this music is about to end. So, hey, I'm Diggs. I'm Dan. And we're going to say bye. Bye. Pasta, pasta, people. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.